Welcome back everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. Just when you thought it was safe to go back out for a walk. Bernard's back, baby. Is he? Yes. I didn't know. I forgot who I am. Matilda. Oh, Matilda. But I know, but yes. I did say recently, didn't I, that I quite fancied changing my name to Jasmine. <laughs> Can you remember? I had a cat called Jasmine. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. No, because me and Bryony were watching Once Upon a Time and Jasmine's just come into it from Aladdin. And I said to Bryony, oh, I really love that name. And then you said to me, why don't you change your name then? I'm like, get on. You can't change your name when you're 51. I don't think I said that at all. You did. What? You did. Well, I'm all for it. Oh, I'm not going to change my name. Well, it'd be fun. What, and then I suddenly become Jasmine? And I could be Max Power. <laughs> It needs too much explanation for the world, doesn't it? If you change your name, I think, uh, yes. at this point in your life. We're not going to change our name. I'm not changing my name, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we have returned yes. with another brand new episode of the Bakery Bears radio show. And as you look back through history and you look back at children as they grow up, you see, don't you, as, as our third... <laughs> Presenter joins us. the washer beeping look, at me. Look. Can I just say, right? Yes, please do. Who invented Washers. beeps on <laughs> yeah, electrical equipment because it drives me nuts? Yeah, it is insane. Because it doesn't just beep once. It'll beep and then leave it for 30 seconds, then it'll beep again, then it'll beep again. It's like, oh my word, the I beeping. heard it the first time. Stop beeping at me. I dealt with it. It drives me nuts. Yes, as we look back through history, you see... As each generation, I mean, I think it's more than generations, but children grow up or come of age later and later, don't they? Because if you go back to medieval times, young girls were being married off at 13. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were expected as a boy to grow up yeah. a lot faster. Yeah, and even back in, like, the... Gosh, when would it have been? Sort of like the the thirties, forties, fifties. Kids, yeah, yeah. kids left school at like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. They only really went to school until that, unless you were rich. Well, but that's sort of true. It's sort of. I mean, it. Well, it is true. Well, you know, unless you were, had some money and could it, carry it, it on your education. It wasn't solely down to money. I mean, you know, the, 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 there's a sort of. There's a sort of grey area. I th grey area. I think if you grew up in like a, a big city, then it, it was challenging mm. to get into good schools. If you grew up in more rural areas, the schools tended to be good. Yeah. And well, I know my dad said to me. My dad was born in the thirties, and he yeah. said to me that he left school at fourteen. Yeah. I mean, it it needs a bit more. Re what year was he born? Thirty-three. Right. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe in the course of those seven years, everything changed. But because I know that that my mum and dad were at school, and and my neither of my grandparents had money. Well, I don't know. They maybe, couldn't afford to pay for anything. Maybe but it the wasn't difference necessarily is, money. Maybe it was a different class of people. I think there could be something in that. Yeah. I think there could be the case of working class. Work, yeah, yeah. Get out and get on with the job. I, I, that's the Because you need to earn yes, some money. That, that's the environment my dad was certainly in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as time has gone on, that age has sort of pushed higher and higher to the point of now where, you know, I think if you read the news, there's people staying at home mm, well mm. into their 20s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, 
I don't have a problem with that. I, well, I, no, I don't have a problem with that. Because, as long as they're doing because something you're a long productive. Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that don't mean sat in their rooms. No, yeah. On social media. Um, no, no, having none of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're a long time old, aren't you? Yes. And so if you can preserve that childhood for a little bit, I mm. think it's real positive. Mm. But the purpose of today's show is we thought we would try and identify when was it that we grew up. Mm. And the way we're going to do that is sort of looking for the first big purchase that we made, the first mm. major purchase mm. that we made mm. as adults. Yeah. And it raises a number of questions, actually, because at what point do we consider ourselves an adult? Yes. So without further ado, nice. I shall tie my shoes. And we shall get out into a very rainy, hopefully... Yeah, we've got raincoats on today, so it might be a bit swishy. That's okay. You know, I don't like too much swish going on. But Anyone yeah. who watches my Walk in the Wall series or my uh, Walk in the Dales or More series will have seen me in the raincoat that I'm wearing with the uh, radio mic attached in the way that I do today. And we don't really have a swish issue. Oh, is it actually raining? Do oh, I need to put my hood up? No, oh no, it is raining. I need to put oh. my hood up. Does this, oh. Is the sound going to sound weird? No. With hoods up? People don't mind. Okay. Do you not mind, everybody, that no. it'll sound like I'm Let's kind go. of in a... It won't at all. Hood. Let's oh. start my rain keep, uh, rain keeper. <laughs> it's, it's, so a, it's a rain keeper, not a run keeper today. I know. Um, right. I'm going to put it in my pocket. Excellent, don't worry. Excellent. I know the Next drill, thing. I know, oh, shall I put it in the other side? Oh, well, all we need it. to do is just not it, pull on the on, wire too right, much. Right, it's on that side. So shall I assist? Right, you do it then. There we go. Into the pocket it goes. Is that all right like that? Lovely. Okay. We're all set. Okay. And what I'll do is, I'll hold her hand and that way then she can't knock You've the wire. You've not put your hood up, it's raining honey. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hair and I'll have even less hair later. So your head's getting wet and you're happy with that, are you? Because I've been booked in to Kay's hairdressers. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the best hairdressers I've ever right? had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's just marvellous. If you're if you're looking for positives that came out of lockdown, one is that discovering none that of us none of us go to the hairdresser anymore. No. I just do it all. We've saved I a fortune. <laughs> we have. I cut my own hair. And we've also given ourselves the gift of time. I know. Just like our kettle. Yeah. You don't have to spend the whole morning in the hairdressers anymore. No, I don't. I, I cut my own hair, just do my fringe, and then occasionally I cut my ends, my long hair. I found out how to do that on YouTube, and I do it, and I cut Bryony's hair as well. And I do dance hair, and then I just colour mine every few weeks as well. Done. And you look all right, Bobby Dazzler. Oh, aye. I, so. I wonder where that saying comes from. I don't know. I'm interested now. I'm going to Google it later. So, the hot weather has thankfully left us and yes. looking forward into the future, it's looking like it's going to stay away certainly for the next week or so, which yes. is marvellous. Yes. Grey and rainy is perfectly acceptable for us. It is, but I think it's going to be fairly cloudy this next week and Normally sort of around 20 degrees maximum, which is absolutely perfect for us. Yes, we love it. It, it is a, I think it's a very interesting question, the old, when, because when do you consider yourself 
to have become an adult because by law it's 18 isn't it? Yeah by law it's 18, um, you can vote at 18, you can drink at 18, you can get married at 18 so I suppose that's the point isn't it? Yeah. That legally like you say you become an adult but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're maturing, you know, you're fully mature at that age, I don't no. think. Because so, I don't think most kids are at 18, I would say. I think to give ourselves the, the boundary then, it's we're looking at purchases post-18. Yeah. Of high value. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, do you want to throw the first one out there? Well, the biggest purchase I made after 18 was a house. How old are you when you made that purchase, though? I'm pretty certain I was 19. Right, cool. Because I started working in the bank in, April, uh, in August 89. Yeah. And I turned 18 in that May. Right. So I was 18 when I started working in the bank. And I, I just remember that I, I don't feel like I was at home that right. long. Right before I bought a house. So yeah. I think it was the following year. I think I bought my first house in 1990. Right. And it cost £23,000. Wow. You know, and you say that now, and you're lucky if you can buy a brand new car for £23,000, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. What is that noise? That sounds it's like... It's coming from that house. It is. Can you believe it, folks? Listen to this. Oh. That's coming from just across the way. What is going on in that house? My goodness. That, that's drilling. It is, well it is drilling. But that to me sounds like drilling downwards into the floor. Well, oh, it does. I wonder if they're taking up a... Taking up a tile floor or something. But well, that, that doesn't sound like tiles. That sounds that, dramatic. That sounds like, uh, are they taking up, is there a damp issue in the... Because it, it, it's like cement, isn't it? They lay Maybe. on the floor. Yeah. So are they taking that up and are they relaying? Oh, Maybe that's, that's some it. major construction yeah, going on is. in that tiny little bungalow. Because it sounds like um, roadworks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so anyway, you bought your house. Yes. For twenty. Twenty-three thousand. Wow. And I'm pretty sure it was 1990. Right. Yeah, so I was 19. I didn't buy it on my own. My own. On my own. own. I didn't buy it on my own. I had a boyfriend and yeah, so we bought it together. I wonder if there's an element of, because that's very young to be buying it's very a house. young. I just wonder if, you know. I didn't feel very young. No. I felt grown up because I yes. got a job and I was earning money, you know. I wonder if there's an element of your parents, because most parents do, to an extent, I mean, it's diff it is difficult because we're not, I'm, I've taken on board the lessons I learnt when I was young mm. and also that I have through my life mm. to be the parent that I am. Yeah. But I do think parents do have a tendency to follow the example that they were witness to. Yeah. And so if your dad, you know, left school at like 13 and was like pushed out into the world. 14, yeah. I mean, it does feel, you know, when you consider it, the burden it wasn't that a mortgage is. Yeah, I mean, it... it it wasn't unusual for my family because I was the young, I am the youngest of five and yeah. everyone previous to me, apart from my brother who's the nearest in age, he's two years older than me, everyone else left home really young. One of my brothers left home when he was 16 to join the army. 
my eldest sister got married when she was 18, I believe, yeah. and left, left home. Yeah. Another of my sisters left home to go to university at 18. Yeah. And then, so, you know, me leaving at 19, they, you know, they were quite happy about it. I'd got a job, I was earning. I think the interesting they thing They saw is, it as a really good job. I think that, that there's a difference between leaving, I mean, maybe I'm just being weird about it, but it just seems such a huge thing to take on. That's certainly the way that things sort of felt for me when I was growing up. Yeah. That, you know, there wasn't an encouragement to, the, the encouragement was to live a bit before. No, I never, I never. And can I just say that, that you've said quite often recently that you wished you'd lived a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. When you were younger. Absolutely. And because as soon as you have a mortgage, that then creates yeah, I, it, it was strange. a need. Yeah, it was very strange actually, because I, prior to that happening, just before I joined the bank, I had a, a year maybe or so where I used to go out with a friend, yeah. a girlfriend, on a weekend. And she was a trainee nurse in Sheffield and I used to go over to her um, halls, if you like, where she was living on a Friday straight from work. And we'd go out on a Friday night, I'd stay over, we'd go out on Saturday night and then I'd go home on Sunday. Yeah. And I did that for quite a long time and well probably a year which felt like a long time it's not really I guess yeah and we just used to enjoy ourselves you know yeah. we just used to dance and have a nice time and you know they never had a problem with that either so I, I do feel like I kind of grew up probably earlier than Certainly kids now, I would say. I feel like when you're I at that age... I can't imagine a kid now buying a house at 19. Well, there will be some out there yeah, who've well, done there that. there will be, I'm sure. But I don't think that that's right. And I'm sorry to be on my <laughs> soapbox about it. I just feel like at that age, you should be focused on uh, studies, being the best mm. that you can be, you know, exploring avenues you might want to go down in your life you know learning stuff about yourself having like adult experiences yeah I mean I think the problem for me was that I I mean I did O levels and then I did A levels yeah and I, I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do yeah I never had any guidance really as to what I would do after A levels yeah and this opportunity came along to apply to a few banks yeah and I was actually thrilled to get that job. I yeah. was, and you know, and I, I really enjoyed it. I loved it in the early days. I really, really enjoyed my job. I was earning very little back then. I think my starting salary was something like four thousand a year. Two shillings and sixpence. What's Two shillings and sixpence. I felt like it. It was about four thousand a year, I think. It just shows you, doesn't it, how things have changed? I don't know, but. So, yeah, it didn't, none of it seemed, none of it seemed um, questionable to me. It just all felt normal. Yeah. I never questioned anything. Yeah. It just felt, it just felt normal. Like I say, you know, I'd got a job. Yeah. I bought a house. Yeah. I was. And that's it. Living, that, that was it. Life's and, begun. It was weird because. Next stop, retirement. As, well, Do you know as, what I'm saying? What happened was as soon as I bought that house, you know, I stopped going out with my friend. Yeah. 
because I didn't have the money to do it and I got a because boyfriend. Priorities you know, change. You get a boyfriend and and that's it. But I very sudden, very sort of rapidly yes. became quite boring if you like you know right. I, I wouldn't really go out yeah i would cook obviously i would i kept i became like a 40 year old housewife yeah yeah and i was 19 you yeah. know um maybe that's I, the I'd reason put why i on a load of weight right. i uh, you so, know it is what it is isn't it it is what it is but i'm sort of pleased in a way that you said all that because i was feeling bad for saying i thought it was wrong well, no how you feel about it we spoke about it several times you've just expressed how you feel about things too because you've just said you suddenly became a 40 year old housewife yeah i did put I on did. a load of weight and stop going out with your friends yeah that's exactly what happened so <laughs> and actually i should have in hindsight something happened in the relationship when i was about 22 23 yeah not on my side yeah. something happened on his side yeah and i should have split from him then yeah but I didn't. I forgave him and we carried on. And had we not been living together, yeah. had we not got a mortgage together, yeah, yeah. I probably would have split up with him. Yeah. And my life would have taken on a completely different yeah. path, probably. Who knows you where know? you'd be? But I just didn't have a lot of confidence. I still don't really. But I had zero confidence back then. And I was yeah. just grateful to have a partner, you know? And that was my first big purchase. So if we're taking 18 as the barometer, yeah. the world is now wanting to know what was my first yeah, big purchase. Was, oh, I can imagine what it might be, but go on. My first big purchase after becoming, after turning 18. I mean, it's tricky. I'm not certain how these all fell into place. So I'll go with the one that I think came first, but it might be something else, which I'll say next. So my first big purchase was a round-the-world ticket to Australia. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Yes, it cost an absolute fortune. Did it? Yes. How, can you remember how much it was? I mean, oh, crumbs. It, it wasn't just the ticket, it was the budget for being there as well. Yes. It was definitely... It was, the, yeah, all was, of the money that you needed. It was definitely over £2,000. Right, and what year was this? I'm thinking more like 3000 Well, I was... Crumbs, I was about 19. Right. So, a uh, long time ago. 75, 85, <laughs> 90, so, 93 then maybe. So what I was very much, well, you see, I was encouraged by my mum. I certainly wasn't encouraged by my dad. Yeah. I know my dad didn't think it, well, he didn't really say very much at all because I knew what his reaction would be. So yeah. I didn't give him a choice. I'd already spoken it through mm. with my mum and my stepdad. Mm. And they thought it was an absolutely marvellous idea. Which I can imagine they would, yeah. Yes. So I just told him what was happening. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you could have done at that stage if you were 19. No. Let's face it. No, no, exactly. So off I went and had, I mean... You had a great time, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I just think that I'd be a very different person had I not gone and done that trip. Did it give you a lot of confidence? Well, I already had quite a lot of confidence. Right. But what it gave me was a belief that anything is possible. Mm. Because, you know, to get on a plane and to turn up in a place... And granted, I'd phoned up and booked a backpacker's place Yeah. in... 
Uh, oh, I can't think. It's not Kilv. <laughs> St Kilda. I've phoned up and booked St. a... St Kilda in Scotland? No. Oh. I'm sure there's a place, uh, unless I'm getting... I'm sure there's a place in... that there, There's like a, a borough of... Melbourne. Oh, right. That's right near the beach. It's where Kylie Minogue grew up. Oh. <laughs> I think it's called St Kilda. I think, I think. Oh, I'd need to check a map. Because that's an island in Scotland, isn't it? Yeah. St Kilda. Anyway, I sort of looked. I don't know. How would I have found it? Because this is pre-internet. Yeah. But anyway, I found... Oh, I know how it was. It was from the guide thingies. You know, the uh, books. Rough guides. Yes. They yeah. were superb. Yeah, and they still do them. I yes, think. I know, I know. Yeah. And they're just exceptional. Yeah. The rough guide to Australia got me round Australia. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, anyway. those were the days. Yeah, I know. Just stick a book in your bag. That's exactly what I did. Who cares if there's no... Yes. Well, there wasn't yes. internet. No. So I got this book and I found one that I thought looked good. Booked it, which was weird. Because I had to work out time difference and work out when I could phone yeah, and yeah. phoned them up, booked it, turned up after the flight. The flight was fun because I think I might have spoken about this before on yeah. the, the, the flight because that was the flight with Greek Airlines. I flew uh, out yeah. with Greek Airlines. What a disaster that was. And that's where the lady came down with the drinks and said, what would you like to drink? I said, what have you got? She says, well, what do you want? I said, have you got a Coke? She said, no. Ah. <laughs> So anyway, and the food was awful. Mm. I'm convinced it was cat. <laughs> <laughs> but arrived arrived in Australia after a, a... There was a stopover in Greece. Right. But it was just a one night. Right. Which is such a shame because that's one country I've not been yeah. to that I would really love to go to. Turned up in Australia, got to the backpacker's place, went to bed, was woken up the next morning or at least I thought it was the next morning, yeah. by someone knocking at the door. Right. Opened the door. It was the guy who owned the place, and supposedly I'd slept 24 hours. You're kidding. No. Gosh. <laughs> and so he wanted some more money because I'd only paid for the first night. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I was very apologetic. That's and unbelievable, isn't Yeah, it? I know. I just remember being like... <sighs> I remember that, that, that it was bunk beds Not in Not knowing this. where you were. Yeah. I just remember it was bunk beds in this particular one and I decided that the right thing to do was to sleep on the bottom bunk. Yeah. I just remember waking up and like panicking because there was like something really close to me above yeah. my head. Yeah. Anyway, then stayed in Australia pretty much for six months. Nice. And, you know, learned so much about myself. It was the first time I'd ever been cut off from support. Yeah, yeah. And so... That was a big sort of thing. That that gives you confidence when you know that you can survive yeah. without anyone being able to help you at all. Yeah. You can't phone someone up and say, oh my goodness, you know, come, I need this, that or yeah. the other. You're yeah. on your own. And, and also as well, how cool it was to find out through... I would phone my mum every so often. Yeah. And then to find out that Don was in Australia. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, this was so funny. Mum says, oh, Don's in Australia and he'd love to meet up with you. He's here. Yeah. But he's off on a trip till Thursday. Right. But if you can get there, you know, if, if yeah. you can get there, then tell me. And when he phones me on Thursday, I'll tell him to expect you. Gosh, yeah. So I was like, right, okay. So I got on a bus, 
went to the place, found the place he was staying at. Yeah. But it was another backpacker's place, booked yeah. in, yeah. and then just waited for him to, to get back. And right. how funny, we've spoken about this yeah, on the radio show yeah, before. Yeah. You know, no contact, no texting, no. couldn't even email. No. And still, we were able to find each other yeah, on the I other know, side of I the know. world. You see, life can actually exist. Yes without phones and exactly. without the internet. And I think my favourite and best times in Australia was when I was with Dom. Yeah. Because we were just How like... How long were you with him then? About three weeks. Oh, right. And we just went. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Oh, that's my little walking man. And look, Shatter. look, you need to expand on things, Neil. They all waved at you and smiled. They smile. all waved at me. I'm very popular with that little walking group of people. I adore them. They're fabulous. Do, yeah, I mean, it is just brilliant. I love it. And the little man who, I'm only saying little. I don't mean little. that I do in a demeaning He's way. He's tiny. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen him for a while. I mean, I think it was last week I saw him and he got a walking stick. I was like, oh no. So he doesn't normally have a walking stick. I'm guessing he's around 70. Yeah. And as he walked past me, he like touched his back and he went, oh, bad back, bad back. <laughs> so he's obviously like not been able to walk for a little while. Oh, dear. But he hasn't got a walking stick now. That's so good. all is good, he's all right. Yeah. So anyway, my first big purchase was around the world ticket and budget to Australia, Japan and Greece. Nice. Well, a cooker. <laughs> no. Now I was thinking about this as to. I mean, this house that we bought is funny because I looked up the details this morning. You can look up kind of sold. You know, this particular property. If you look it up, it'll show you going back so far the sale history. And it was last sold in 2015. Right. And it sold for 75,000. Right. I can't imagine it'd be worth a lot more than that now. It was a tiny little two-bedroom terrace house in yeah. this little village. But it needed, I mean, it really needed a lot of work when we moved in. And we didn't have any money. So things like Morning. sofas, you know, the big pieces of furniture I just inherited from, from family, um, from my sister, actually. Yeah. It just coincided with my sister moving to New Zealand. She didn't stay, long story. But anyway, she had some furniture. So I, I inherited a small sofa and chair and some wardrobes and things like that. But the first big purchase after would have been, we did buy our own sort of sofa and, right. and like three-piece suite it would have been called. Yeah. And actually we, we, had that and up until about five years ago didn't we we did and that cost a fortune i remember at the time well it probably should have done if it had lasted that yeah long. i mean it lasted a long time that sofa and chair and it still worked it was fine it was perfectly fine just a bit dated I, yeah i think i got it from dfs yeah. it was when dfs was good yeah I don't even know if it exists anymore. I think they do, but they've certainly retracted. Yeah. And I seem to remember we paid £2,000 for this sofa and chair. Yeah. And that was a fortune. 
and we didn't have the money to pay for it so we got it on that like, interest-free credit like you do well just think about it you paid two thousand pounds what year oh gosh it would have been probably around 92 93 and you bought your house for how much Twenty-three thousand. So your sofa was worth ten percent of your house. I know. <laughs> you imagine that now. Well, that's um, a, that really is interesting, isn't it? Because sofas now are probably two or three thousand pounds. Well, a good one. You can get sofas for a few hundred. Yeah. But, but you know. But a really good one like yeah. you you bought, it's about the same price. Probably, yeah. Whereas yeah. houses, what, what so what? what What's your house worth now that you bought for? Well, it said that the value of it now was 95. Right. Um, so if sofas had gone up at the same rate of houses, yeah. a good sofa would cost you nine grand. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's funny, isn't it? But yeah, that would have been the next. Uh, we'll go this way because it's under the trees, it's been less rain, you That would have been the next big purchase. Right. I was so proud of that sofa when we got it. Well, oh my quite goodness. So proud of it. Yeah. I loved it. It was so comfortable. It was. The thing is, though, again, so how old were you when you bought that sofa? Probably 20. 21, maybe something like 21. Yeah, probably about 21. Right. It, it does really fit with what you said about you suddenly becoming a 40 year old housewife. Yeah, I know. Being really proud of yourself. Should I, mean, I have been excited about a sofa at 21? I don't know. I suppose, I, it, I suppose it takes all sorts, but we must always come back to the fact that, you know, you have said to me a lot recently, you wished you'd lived a bit more when yeah, you were younger. Yeah, I do, I do. I wish a lot of things, but you know, yeah. past is past, it isn't is. it? You can't you learn change from it history. And move on. So next big purchase for me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said you thought you could guess. Yeah. Do you want to have a guess? A drum kit of some sort. <sighs> Let me think. I mean, you're on the right lines. My mum bought me an amazing drum kit when I was, oh, oh, do you know what? Oh, no, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't the next big purchase. Right. The next big purchase, you're close, was like a pro style set of cymbals. Oh, right, okay. Which cost me a few thousand pounds. Gosh, really? Yeah, and I was able to pay that because I'd started I started playing professionally when I was 15. Yeah. So I was able to start saving money. And I just got to the point where I was getting better and better gigs. Yeah. And the, the symbols I had just weren't cutting it at all. Yeah. And it, it's such an obvious thing. My mum had bought me this great drum kit. So I had a great drum kit and I needed to update my symbols. And I can remember I was doing a show in Leeds. Yeah. And I went to the music shop that was in Leeds. It's not there anymore. Right. I only went in it twice, I think. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember going upstairs yeah. in that shop and I remember looking at all the symbols yeah. and I remember buying these symbols Gosh. and being so... Do you still have any of them? No. Oh. Because the, the symbols, the symbols I've got now... Oh, hold on, hold on. I lied. Have you still got one of them? I still have one of them. Oh, well, that's really nice. And it is my favourite, oh. my absolute favourite all-time crash. Right. It, it's a Zildjian K 16-inch crash. And if you imagine a crash sound, that's what it sounds yeah. like. And every time you hit it, it sounds the same. Mm. And if you put a bass drum kick with it, it's as good as any, any crash cymbal I've ever heard in my yeah. life. And I would never, ever, ever, get ever rid get yeah, rid of it. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I got rid of the ride cymbal and the hi-hats 
is because I didn't really get quite the right hi-hats. Right. Because budget was starting to be an issue. Yeah. The hi-hats yeah. that I wanted, I, I just couldn't afford. Yeah. So I had to buy like one notch down and they were more sort of metally heavy yeah. hi-hats, like, like for heavy rock music. Mm. So probably two years later, I upgraded those and the mm. ride cymbal, it was fine, but it was just too washy. It made too much noise when I hit it. Right. So again, and the, you know, you only learn these things by buying mm -hmm. to an extent, mm -hmm. because when you hit it in a shop, it's not in a real music environment. The only way you can really test a cymbal is to take it and put it on your drums and play it yeah, in a band yeah. and listen to what it sounds like. Yeah. So I upgraded that one as well, but the crash I still have, which is phenomenal. Another big purchase from you. I guess the next big purchase, I mean, this was technically like a joint thing. Yeah, that's fine. And this would have been when I was 21 as well. And right. actually we've still got it. Oh, wow. And it's the stereo unit. Oh, yes, it still works. <laughs> It still works. I've got it out of the loft. Yeah. What were they called? Hi-Fi unit. What were they called it's back a then? It's a Hi-Fi. Hi -fi. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot of money. I think. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. I don't remember the full amount, but I don't know. It's Iowa, isn't it? It's an Iowa. Which is a great And it's match. separate. Yeah. It's all separate. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So that, I, I don't know. I can't remember how much it was. But it was it was a lot and I remember it was been it was a lot at the time. And again that's something that's lasted a long time because it we still used works. it. We used it up until when music changed yeah. and people stopped sticking. We did discs because into um, a machine. We've still got the unit that yeah. I housed it in and that I mean I, if we talk about another big purchase then those um, pieces of oh, furniture yes. yeah, we'll that will that. be the next yeah. big purchase and actually I've still got a lot of those pieces of furniture now yeah. um, but it had its own hi-fi unit and down the side it had pull-out drawers where you put all of your CDs yeah. of course you know who does that now it's sad really it is sad I think it has come back a tiny bit because yeah. of the resurgence of records yeah and it did have a record player the yeah. top level was a record player yeah and you used to lift the lid of the unit, which yeah. you know you can still do that unit is yeah. in our garage at the moment, but you can lift the lid of it and that's where your record player was. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it must have been around I think I'm thinking around fifteen hundred pounds, but does that sound about right? Yeah. That's the figure I've kind of got in my head. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the next big purchase for me was a car. Ah. Uh, was like a fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. was, it was about £5,000, I think it was. Right, gosh, that's a good amount of money. Yeah, it was, it was a good car. Yeah, what colour was it? Blue. Right. With like, they weren't going fast to stripes, it wasn't that sad. But there was like decally type things yeah. down the side. It yeah. wasn't boy racery remotely. Yeah. Because this was a joint purchase too with, yeah. with, with me. And, you know, it was just, it was a, it was a really, really, really nice car. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, so much nicer. Down when we sort of upgraded it, yeah, and we didn't really upgrade it. We just went up to an escort. Oh, it Gosh. was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the Fiestas are sort of slightly cool, and especially yeah. that older shape. It wasn't a really old shape. Right. It was sort of the the first new shape. Yeah. it would look okay on the road now. Mm -hmm. And then you know to upgrade. But the reason why we upgraded to the darned escort. 
Exactly, so the drums would fit yeah, in more easily. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh. always, that's always a consideration, isn't it, when you've bought a vehicle? It's so depressing. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that, I really did love that Fiesta, but oh, anyway. Yeah. So look, you've already touched on. So talk about, because it must be the furniture. It's got to be the furniture. Um, I started purchasing a particular brand of furniture. Yeah. And they don't make it anymore. You can get pieces on eBay and they're not very expensive, which really depresses me, right? Because this furniture is built like, you know, nothing else in the world. Yeah. It's so solid and it, it's pine furniture by a company called Ducal. D-U-C-A-L and I'm pretty sure they're not in existence anymore. We used to go to a shop, a ducal showroom, it's somewhere in Sheffield, I forget where now. I think you, didn't you say it was in Meadowhall? It wasn't in Meadowhall, no. Oh, right, okay. It was a shop like on a road. Right, right. I can't remember exactly where it was. Basically, I, I just started sort of collecting all of this furniture because I just wanted it everywhere through the house. and. I didn't have any in the bedroom, but we bought a kitchen table and four chairs, and actually we've only just yeah. got rid of that yeah. table yeah. and bought a new one. Yeah. It was oval, an oval shaped one, and I, was there four or six chairs? I forget six. anyway. Yeah, so there's kitchen table and chairs, and then in the living room, um, there was, I had two, uh, two bookcases, yeah. I had a telephone table, which we've still got in our living room now, with a lamp on it. I got some office, because we used to have the dining room, we changed into an office, and we had a conservatory built, so we had um, the bookcase, one bookcase in there, bookcase in the living room, we had the hi-fi unit, um, a desk, which actually I never had that desk, that desk departed with said partner and also there's like a I think it's called a filing cabinet it's just like a unit with a door that opens with two shelves inside we've still got that as well and it was really expensive it's like it wasn't cheap at all I think the hi-fi unit was like 500 pounds or something just as a, an estimate and now you know you can get them on eBay when I was looking I was just curious when we were changing our furniture. I was just curious about it and I looked them up and you can get tables on eBay for like 50 pounds. And they're so solidly built. Yeah. You know, we've, we've still got... I had to destroy the table. Yeah, you did. Because, take it to the tip. Because the charity donation people wouldn't take the table. Because they said that people wouldn't buy it because it, yeah. it, it didn't look good enough. It had. <laughs> Unfortunately, it had a couple of water stains on the top. Yeah, it did, but let's be honest, that table looked fine. It was perfect, apart from a couple of water stains on the top and a little bit scratch. You know, this table was over 20 years old. That's just insanity. They what wouldn't I think take about, it because they said people wouldn't buy it. And this was a donation to a charity shop. It's off its face. I couldn't it's, believe it. it is, it's, I, I, I'm sort of speechless. I wanted to, so we couldn't, literally couldn't give it away. I was devastated. Yeah. So yeah, it was so devastating only, to have to destroy it and throw it in the tip. We had to destroy it and take it to the tip. Yeah. And I was just beside myself. You know, yeah. I did everything I could to try and donate it. And you know, you know we don't even want it free. I, you know, I'm sure if I'd have really searched around, I might have been able to find somewhere else. But 
you know, it's a limitation on time and effort, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, I just didn't have the time to go looking around. So? Um, yeah, so, and you know, I've still got a lot of the pieces yeah. of furniture and they've just got such sentimental, you know, feelings. I, I don't think I'd ever get rid of the ones we've got now. There's certainly a sort of a theme here and that is, and it's something I've always believed, you really do get what you pay for. Absolutely. It makes so much more sense to save a little bit harder and buy something of better quality yeah. because, you know, it, it has the opportunity of potentially lasting a lifetime. Well, you know, I've always done that and, you know, I've still got, I've spoken about it before, but I've still got my first car. I bought my first car in 95, I think. It's a VW Polo and I've still got it and it still runs. <laughs> and I do the school running it and, you know, it still runs and our lovely mechanic Carl keeps it going for me, services it every year, looks after it. Um, Just like my symbol. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I do. And, and, and that was a lot of money when we bought it, it was £10,000. What are you talking about now? My car. But we were just talking about furniture. I know, sorry, I got sidetracked. So ended. we need Look to bear the, in mind... Look at tracks on the pavement. Yeah, I know. Oh my goodness. We need to bear in mind that we've been talking for nearly 40 minutes now and the first thing, the first big purchase came mentioned was a house. Mm. And now only, as we approach the very end of the show... Are you going to say a house? Have I reached the age of 22, 23? Yeah that I've bought a house. That's still young, I, I think that's it is. still young. It is, oh yeah, it's too young. I, I, I completely agree with you. And yeah, I mean, that was sort of the moment when you, you, I think that is the moment when you do grow up extremely fast. And I think that's why it should be put off until you know, you should have lived a bit. Yeah, you should have got yeah, into your career a yeah. little bit. Should have a bit of money behind you, and then you should be buying. Yeah, I mean, house. everything gets serious, doesn't it? You've got bills to pay. Yeah. Um, you've got a property to maintain. You know, it, it, everything does get a bit serious. You can't just. I mean, I never threw money away, but you can't just say, "Oh, you know, let's draw some money out and go around town tonight." You know, everything's got to be thought about, hasn't it? Well, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I bought a house in 1997 and it cost 51,000 pounds. 97? Yes. That's the year I moved into my second house. Right. That's interesting. Right, and how much was your second house? 75,000. Wow. Well, how much was your first one? 51,500. Right. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was a lovely house. You know, it was only, it was only small, it was only, it was two bedrooms. Yeah. The two bedrooms, bathroom upstairs. Yeah. And then... It's like a modern kitchen, sort of house, doesn't it? Kitchen, diner, and then a living room. The living room yeah. was tiny. Yeah. But it was really fun. I remember but once... fairly typical as a starter home, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. N nice long drive, which was cool. Yeah. And the garden was a good size, but yeah. I remember kicking over a curry pot noodle. Oh, no. On the carpet. On the carpet. In the living room. Oh, that, that never came out. That's the, the death of that yeah. carpet. Yeah, that was a bit of a shame. And also, I remember... I just remember having fun and games with the... with the neighbour on one side. He was a bit of a... I mean, he's a perfectly pleasant person, but... I think he had serious OCD. Oh, right. <laughs> but, but very, very weird. And then, 
the the neighbours on the other side were, were, were great. They were just a couple, can't remember their names. Yeah. <laughs> How funny, trying to remember the names of my first proper neighbours. No, I but can't remember the names of ours. They were, yeah, they, they were really sort of quiet and really nice and yeah, so, so yeah, and lived there crumbs. I can't remember how long. It wasn't, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too long at all. Mm. And uh, it's maybe three years. Yeah. Yeah. And then, we, and, and the house, the, it wasn't much more than that, the house. The old one on the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it was maybe, it certainly wasn't any more than 60. Right. So, you know, it just shows you how, mm. it's, mm. but I'll tell you what's interesting, folks, and that is, Kay went on this website and looked up how much yeah. the house is sold for, and then you could see how much it sold for then subsequently. Yeah. And I looked and I saw how much we sold it for, yeah. and saw how much it sold for then just a year later. Yeah. Uh, we sold it for 57,000, and a year later it sold for 80,000. That's crazy. And you isn't look it? at that and you think, oh my goodness, if only we'd held on to it for another year. And you often hear people say that, but yeah. what you have to remember is it doesn't make the remotest bit of difference because all prices will all have prices gone up. have gone up. Yeah. Yeah. So the only way that you could have made money from that is if you'd been selling it and, and not, not buying anything not new, not buying another one. Which of course everyone will always need to do. Yeah. So my slight depression turned to oh well, that's just life. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we've made it. Stop my rinky rock and put my hood down finally. A lovely wet walk. But I mean, it's been a fascinating one, I think. Mm. It really has because, you know, the, 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 there's some stark differences, I think, between. Oh, yeah, hugely different. Um, but young adult lives for us. But all of, all of those things have led us to this point. Well, that's it, yeah. So, you yeah. know. There's no point looking no, backwards and thinking. No, no, because who's to say that we'd have stood here if things had been different? I know. Yeah. Oh, that's a lovely way to finish. Yeah. So, folks, thank you so much for listening. It's been wonderful to be with you. Thank you, everybody. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you in two weeks for a brand new Bakery Bears radio show. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Baker Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.